Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to Fillory. Wow, it's a interesting trip this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, there were some insurrections, uh, a couple of breakouts. There's a heist coming. Yeah, and there's a whole thing with, you know, Poppy showing up. I think she's going to stick around for a while. Enough good stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm, I hope she does. I, think I love Felicia. I see her staying around. And the whole fact that she had a thing with Josh doesn't really surprise me at all. Well, now she has a thing with Quentin. Well, that's almost a good thing because his thing with Alice isn't happening. Yeah, she's busy with stuff like niffing things and magic. Yeah. Um, yeah, like her magic was rejecting her or yeah. not her at magic. Julia's magic was rejecting her. Yeah, like kinda, that, That's we, harsh. We kind of called that anyhow, but... Before we jump yeah. into that, just remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. You can find our full playlists of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Gort, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well, just to keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. Also, check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? There is a site out there on Facebook for different types of breads that you can get in the world. <gasps> really? Yeah. Like, somebody actually told me a really good idea today because I bought a bunch of stuff from the dollar store, like baking stuff. She was like, yeah, it's warm outside. You should go ahead and start baking stuff now because when it gets summertime, you can just have that stuff already in the freezer. But do you know what's really good? So if you take your bread dough and you put it in a toaster, you know it's really good on toast? What? Poached eggs. Oh, I love poached eggs. Like, those are the best. Um, so, if you guys want to know more about my poached eggs, I'm going to be posting some later on our Facebook page. See how we did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Brad and, <laughs> we have Brad and Court Talk, a uh, pure fandom group, where we post about just about any and everything. Right now, it's kind of the Black Panther zone, because I've seen it, like, multiple times, and Brad and his wife are about to go. So, like, we're all excited for it. Um, but we also post about a lot of other things that we have to be watching or listening to, whether it be music or books or whatever. Um, we have some other shows that we're going to be covering soon. I know Krypton's coming soon on Sci-Fi. Um, we just got a new assignment, Brad. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. I am so looking forward to it. And it's going to be out free form. I think we talked about this before. Uh, oh, yeah. Siren. If you haven't heard about it, we'll head on over to Facebook. we got stuff out there we're going to post on it. But check it out. It's about a mermaid. And not the little mermaid. This is a <laughs> very evil mermaid. Yeah, it's, yes. it looks good. Trust me, watch the trailer. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, it. It kind of is in the same vein of the other stuff that we do. It's kind of dark, like Van Helsing, which we also have a Facebook group for that, uh, just dedicated to Van Helsing, just because. Um, we have a nice burgeoning group over there, over our 300 people, and some of the actors and crew will drop by with different um, tidbits and behind-the-scenes things. So if you like Van Helsing, go ahead and drop by and see what's there. Or if you haven't seen Van Helsing, go watch it on Netflix. What are you waiting for? Yeah, go definitely. see it. Go, go watch. Go. Go watch it now. And while you're there, go watch Winona. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that's coming back soon, too. Yes. Watch it. Winona's so good. Oh, well. It so is. So what was yeah. this episode about? 
Well, just like you mentioned our poached eggs on Facebook, apparently they were all into it for episode seven of the season because it was titled Poached Eggs. And, you know, it's about the fairies and things. Oops. Uh, Phrase not who we thought. And did we call that? I can't remember if we called that. I think she kind of grew on me, so I I stopped caring. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what we did, too. I was like, ah, well. Yeah, like we like her. She can stay. Uh, Penny and crew rescue Katie and plan another heist. Yay, because the other one went so well last time. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, (laughs) It did go well because Niff and Alice helped. This time, uh, Katie's old friend, Harriet, she wants the heist to happen at the library. So that's going to be insane. Uh, Alice is desperate to hang on to magic and that's just not going to happen. And Dean Fogg is amazing as ever since he stopped being the Dean. Well, he has things to do. So I, he's still, he, he's still kind of holding the Dean role, but he at least knows that anything he tells them, they're not going to do anyhow. Yeah. He's like their mentor. Like, did you watch, you watched Buffy, right? Oh Yeah. He's like Giles if Giles was um like total totally sarcastic sarcastic all the time and like like drank alcohol like mm-hmm. every day. Like the dean has drowned his uh, his senses and he's just so cool. And if he was magical. But yeah, I, I like the fact that they're using the dean more cuz we didn't really see too much of him last year, but this year since they lost magic, like he's been there kind of like their advisor, like as, as he's supposed to be as their dean. Um, offering tidbits of information. He told them about the magical transfer thing and he kind of gave Julia some guidance this week. Well, they needed their guidance, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. So this whole thing that we got going on in here with the floaters seems to have gone on a downhill spiral a little bit. And Tick is having a little bit of a problem, you know, controlling them because they're pillaging everything. Yeah, like that and the whole union was a bad idea, which we should have guessed because of how the pretty prince died. Yeah, and you kind of got the sense right at the beginning of the episode that things in Fillory were not going to be good anymore. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah, they've just been hanging on barely, especially after what happened with uh, Magic like going in and out initially with Umber. Mm-hmm. Ember. Right. Yeah. Because they, they were to blame for that, too, kind of, sort of. Like, they would blame the children of Earth for even coming and taking over. Like, things have been messed up ever since they came along. And I still go with the fact that the Fairy Queen, it was kind of her deal with getting them there, even getting the two tribes, uh, two tribes of humans, fighting against each other and doing all that. It sows the discord and everything. So even though Elliot and Margot, you know, got the bass, so now everybody can share it and see the fairies mm-hmm. she's already kind of stepped ahead of that plan and knocked that out of the water because everybody's fighting each other no one has time to care about that all they have time to do now is focus on who's in charge and why everything's screwed up right like you're in charge now you didn't fix this this is your fault yeah. we hate you and uh <laughs> like the like you said the fairies taking advantage they're not paying attention to what Elliot and Margot found with the eggs and everything like she's basically terraforming like their their little kingdom and turning it into something else completely and it, there're going to be other little fairies all over the place and with having everybody fighting against each other they don't have time to rally the troops of the two lands right to take on the fairies right so the queen has stuff going on she knows what she's doing I was not happy yeah. with the end of that with them getting drug off. 
Yeah, um, I wasn't cool with that either. Don't hurt my Elliot or uh, Margo, please. Thank no, you. Margo the Destroyer has to do some destroying stuff, so you know we got to have that happen. Yeah, I'm going to need them to get magic back soon. <laughs> yeah, I that's definitely going to help out. It's we're, we're getting there at some point in time. So, but so that's yeah. the end of the episode. How do you like it? We should probably talk about the other stuff in between, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the other stuff that happened. Um, but yeah, I, I love this episode. Uh, it, uh, I, I kind of want to talk about the sad part, like what we found out about um, Frey not really being their kid. And then like the fact that their daughter died. Like I felt so bad. Because uh, like I said, I, 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 Frey kind of grew on me. And we've, we've had that trope in the past on other TV shows where there was a baby and then the baby kind of grew. Like we saw that on Angel and Buffy and other TV shows. Mm-hmm. So like it, it works. We're used to it. It would have been fine. But to find out that the queen was so devious that she lied and um, this wasn't really their kid. Like it was sad. Like and the baby died. She, well, she was with it too. I mean, she was doing the whole thing. And I thought it was a very interesting role that she was playing. And you know, of course, uh, Frey even believed that she was, the queen thought her different, you know, the queen loves yeah. me. I'm, I'm good. I'm not just a normal, fragile human, right? Right. Only to find out that as soon as she turned over everything, because Todd messed it all up. Todd, you had one job, man. Don't let anybody know about the eggs. Screw but that, that was the gun in the room. Yeah. Uh, I, like, you told Todd a secret. You think that secret is going to stay where it is? Uh, no. Well, we got to back up a little bit on that, because... Todd took everybody to New York where they got to see bards and cat makeup. <laughs> yes, they did. And they went to the square of time. The square, yeah, and, and there was many things happening and everybody seemed to be having a lot of fun. And yeah. until they got back and yeah, <laughs> just one of those things with Todd just messing it up, but he tries his best. I mean, it's kind of hard to say Frey was Frey knew something was going on. Anyhow, of course she goes and tells the queen, which doesn't go over very well because after Margot uh, does the deal with the fairy queen because she's going to boil and die on like Easter eggs. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. They kind of get stuff going on with her, but it doesn't happen because Frey shows up, tells the queen everything. The queen tries to blackmail him saying, you know, I'll kill your daughter, yada, yada. To which point Frey lets it out of the bag that she's not really their kid. And the queen shuts her up at that moment in time, and you're kind of left wondering what's going to happen to Frey, right? But we also find out that the child died in birth. It was taken away, and they kind of threw this other one in there. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen with Frey? Do you think they're going to adopt her or anything, or...? Like I, I enjoyed the character. I would like to see her stick around in some capacity. Uh, we've got Todd and uh, Josh. Like we can have a Poppy and a Frey as well. Uh, like I feel like she started to kind of care about Finn and Elliot a little bit, even though she knew they weren't really her parents. Like they certainly cared more about her than the Queen did, as was proven. Well, I think she's getting that idea now. I mean, even even with Frey, she says. Um, I mean, even with Finn, too many apps. She said <laughs> that she, it just felt like family, and 
if she willed it hard enough, it would be real because she even had the inkling that it wasn't because she never got a hold of her or anything else. And she kind of always knew that she wasn't her. Yeah. And, you know, to which Elliot says, you're a great mom. Well, I don't know this, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Frey is going to pop up again, um, like, when they most need her. And it's going to be awesome. I like Frey also saying she couldn't be in Fillory right now. So was she going back to Earth then or what? She's going back to the Square of Time. And we're still left wondering what happened to Frey. I just can't see them leaving her. It, see, it still seems like okay, you got double crossed, but the kid's been black and been brainwashed and all that stuff. And yeah, you know, Finn does. Like, like I said, she's going to pop up again, as you have seen. Her father, air quotes, and Aunt Margot have been taken by the villagers. Like I feel like Frey needs to redeem herself, right? And she's going to do something to help out on that. I, I yeah. see it totally. And, you know, like Finn said, she was relaxing uh, with a knife because her father was a knife maker. This is true. And I believe that came out for a reason. There's something behind that. You know, there's always a reason behind everything. Uh, yes. Th- as we remember, Finn was a part of the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. Correct. We also know that the dust that they use, I'm just going to throw this out there, right? The dust that they were putting into the bath to you know, hurt the fairy queen and all that. I see that being made into a knife. Ooh, I can see that as a weapon uh, molded in with the metal and everything else. And you have a magical knife, right? Right there. Mm-hmm. I see that happening. I just, this, this is what I see Finn doing. I just somehow see her doing that. She's, she's, she's going to get her baby back. Get Finn. <laughs> yes. I mean, get Frey and be done with it. So, I mean, that's better than that pumpkin baby she had earlier in the season. Or the wood or whatever baby, it was. Or the squash else. baby. Yeah, the squ- she had a squash and a wood and a log and a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot. It works. Yeah. Well, Q and Poppy are hanging out, and everyone went back to Earth, and which is how they, you know, they all met up at the beginning with Elliot and Margot, and they got back just in time to find Alice who wasn't dying. She was just having a magic overdose or like fog said, who knows? <laughs> Which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. He's like, I don't know. And he has, you know, he's, what's my point of lying? Cause whatever I say, you're going to do it anyhow, regardless of what I say. Which yeah, he, he should have said, I'm a Dean, not a doctor. Damn it. <laughs> Every time he gives them advice, they do the total opposite thing. They do. Don't go to Fillory. Go went to Fillory. Don't use a dragon as a portal. Use a dragon as a portal. <laughs> All the stuff he does, they don't care. They don't listen. And, yeah. Fog does tell Julia that she needs to take her magic back from Alice, though. Yeah, or let Alice die and have that on her conscience. What is it? How did he say it? I'll title that under Entitled Millennial Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Fog. I love the, do love the fact that he is back in the show and with a bigger presence than he was last season. So where are we at? Uh, uh, Alice on the floor. Uh, they rescue her and then figure out that they need to do the magic transfer again. But they can't do the magic transfer because Alice has all the magic and she's not going to do it. Right. And they do have to get Katie out as well because Katie is going to be able to help out with Harriet, who doesn't like Penny. But to find Harriet, they need to talk to Victoria, who isn't happy with Poppy, who has slept with Josh. And Penny is there, but, yeah, there's a whole weird thing going on. It was college, guys. Yeah. Crap happens. Everybody slept with Josh. Josh is just, Josh is the man. Or 
what how did that go uh, the other week uh with uh what's his name uh Hedger, no what's the other guy was that's in the in the thing that Penny can see only oh gosh oh, um Hyman Hyman you can always remember that dude where he called Hyman he called Josh a vagician <laughs> and <laughs> he, he is we just keep seeing this come up it's just apparently he's got skills or something I don't know Josh Josh goes to all the parties we know this already. Yes, he does. You know, when gods know you and let you into the party on a first name basis, <laughs> the party god lets you in. You're you're the one. So, I, I love the fact that Poppy knew to go to the the ward to get Katie out that they could have to uh, um, they could pose as the doctors to give evaluation. Why? Because she's been there a few times. <laughs> yes, and that makes sense. And this is why I thought Q and Poppy are perfect together because. They've both been there a few times, and they have these things. And from what we know, Poppy has been there a lot because, you know, she kind of helps him escape. Q does snag one of the badges from the doctors during the eval, and, of course, the one guy wants to sit in, so that didn't work out when he dropped the badge. I did love the fact that he passed the key over to Katie so Katie could see Penny and Penny could give directions, which is weird. Uh, that was awesome, though. Like, they finally found the perfect use of Penny's key. He, he's there walkie-talkie. <laughs> yeah, this is the one thing he can do. I can talk to you. But that doesn't go over well because the badge is found. Katie ends up back in... Thanks a lot, Q. Yeah, because he's clumsy. And Katie ends up back in her room where Penny is talking to her, and he helps her escape by, you know... He says that he's helping her escape because he wants her to be happy. Um, that's but she can't be happy without him. So there's that whole thing. Tells Devil off. Yeah, and gets her out because you know tells her to scream. And in comes the guy, the one of the ward guys. She hands him the key. He sees Penny and he freaks out because why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, he's quitting his job. Yeah, and that's you know she's on the escape run, and they're trying to get out. Until the place goes into lockdown, at which point, this is, you know, the good point where Poppy knows if you start a fire, you override the lockdown. Uh, oh, God, how does she know that? <laughs> it's a crazy time. So she's apparently done this once or twice or 18 times. Uh, yeah. And they get out, which is interesting. <laughs> uh, just, Yeah. Once Katie talks to Harriet, she kind of has to volunteer everybody to rob the library, which isn't going to be easy. And to get the key from the underworld, Penny has to become a book and get eaten by a dragon. Of course he does. Because why not? <laughs> but it's cool. Because the dragon that the library has that Poppy knew all about is not big enough to go there because it was a albino pygmy uh, dragon, something like of that. Of course. And his name is Bookworm because <laughs> why not? <laughs> Just, I want to see the albino pygmy dragon. I really do. I want to see him. And I want to know if he sounds like the other dragons. That's my question. We shall find out. I hope so. I really want. I want to see the dragon eat the book that Penny's in. I'm just. It just makes me want to see it happen. I mean, that would be really cool. Uh, it would be so cool. 
so Alice is out trying to get some uh, magic back, or to, in order to save her magic, she's talking to a vampire. Because magical creatures. Right, because magical creatures. And Katie, um, I mean, Julia does have the magical powder made from something that gives her a little bit of magic that she's able to find Alice and stops the the uh, vampire from biting her, which the vampire calls her Hedge Witch Buffy, which just cracked me up. The <laughs> that was awesome. Where Julia also comes clean that there's a little magic fight going on and Alice n- knocks Julia out cold. So mm-hmm. I was kind of curious what was going to happen at that point. And I didn't really see that she would give the magic back to her, but apparently she did. There was no other way. Well, she was dying. The only way she could do it is she turned into a vampire, which seemed kind of weird, but she was already a magical creature once. Yeah, and that definitely didn't end well in no, a lot of ways. No, not a, not at all. Alice is the one that tells Julia the magic that she took from her isn't Reynard's, it's hers. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, she felt it, and I think that alone might help Julia out because she's always stuck this magic with being Renard's magic. Yeah, it felt tainted to her. And with Alice telling her that it's her magic, I think that may help her out in the long run from now on. She's yeah, we always knew she was powerful, right. even before Renard. And she's still going to have to deal with the fact that with her Renard issues, but now I think just those words will help her know that you are not using Renard's magic. This has actually become yours. You are in control of it. He's not in control of anything. Agreed. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Uh, Ellen and Margot are in bad shape. Mm, yeah. Not sure how anything's going to work out there. I'm still looking at uh, Finn and Faye getting together and rescuing mom and dad. Or mom and dad. Uh, king and queen. <laughs> well, technically Margot's like her second mom, even though Margot technically traded a fake her yeah. or real baby. By mistake. True. Sorry. Yeah. Well, there's that. Dad, for a good cause. Dad and Aunt Margot. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing we did forget to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Q talked about a multiverse. Have we talked about that before? Well, they've always kind of mentioned the multiverse because it's there, but. Well, not even like the multiverse. I thought we just, we had talked about the different times and everything. Like how things exist in like different time periods, but the idea that there's another cue and another verse. Oh no, I guess I actually, I don't think we've really talked about that. We talked about other dimensions and stuff, but I don't think we talked about the multiverse. Yeah. Cause when you say, when you say multiverse, I think, Oh, Barry Allen. <laughs> there's that. Yes. So like, it's, it's a whole different thing where you're talking multiverses and the fact that, that, that this show has had reboots, you know, before like the first season even started, right? They were on there, what, 38th chance, 48th chance? Yeah, they had well died multiple times. Yeah, I don't know. I was just listening to Michio Kaku the other day on Multiverse and String Theory, so there was that. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that's right. They had died, and Julia was the one in that one also who lived the longest. Yes, when they were fighting, she was the one who kept living, which is a big thing with Julia because she's actually re- realistically, she's the most powerful person in the entire show. Which is weird when you think about how Alice was the most powerful creature last season. Right. We never got that showdown. Yeah. So, 
there we go. <laughs> It'll be interesting. Uh, there's a lot going on out there, so we got a lot to go. Absolutely. And we're on episode six. Like, we're almost halfway through. I know. I am so looking forward to next week's episode, though. Oh, yeah, because it's a heist episode. Yeah. Like, we saw what they did last episode. I mean, last season with a heist episode. I can't wait to see, like, what they're going to do this time around, especially with the librarians. You do not mess with the librarians. No, no, you don't. No, they're they're a bad bunch, let me tell you. <laughs> don't Don't screw with them. Not at all. All right. Well, I think that about covers it for this one. If you're not there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, 12 Monkeys, Winona Earp, um, other shows, and currently Butcher's Block. We're also covering that one, which, you know, comes on right after The Magicians. And there are also a lot of other awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. Yes. Um, and if you didn't hear it already, we did a really cool interview with Hiro Kanagawa. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a character act- actor that you've seen in everything. He was in iZombie. Um, I just saw him in the new Fifty Shades of Grey. Shh, 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 don't tell anybody I saw that. Um, I saw Black Panther three times, so I, I more than made up for going to see that movie. I promise. But he's also in Altered Carbon, um, the new show on Netflix. I finished it a couple days ago. It was amazing. Yes. But yeah, very go listen to him on the um, interview that we did. Like he was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was a really great show. Uh, you should watch it. We're, we're probably going to talk about it at some point. It was really good. Yes. And that's what I gonna say. Okay. Um, if you didn't get enough, just listen to us talk about the magicians. Make sure you check out our girl, Meg Bonnie's recaps that she does weekly for the magicians on the website, www.purefandom.com. Um, if you have any thoughts or comments about this episode, let us know in the comments section below or hit us up on Twitter or the Facebook page. And until next time, remember poached eggs are best on toast. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.